Welcome to the Kingdom Citizen Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillips, and today we're back into our series on following Jesus, and we're talking about following Jesus in baptism. Jesus' command to be baptized. It's how we publicly proclaim and identify that we have repented, believed, and surrendered our lives to Christ. So today, I hope you hear from the Lord. I hope you become even more established in the faith, and I hope you live out your full potential as a kingdom citizen in the commands of Christ, the command to be baptized. Let's go. Guys, welcome to the podcast. We're going to be looking about how to follow Jesus' command in being baptized. To do this, we're going to be seeing how Jesus was baptized to fulfill all that God requires. We're going to take a look at baptism as a symbolic washing in water that identifies a believer with Christ as his or her Lord and Savior. And I want to really shape this up and see how followers of Jesus, how they are baptized after, after they've received the gift of eternal life. Now, to help us frame this up, I want you to think about something. In your culture, and I'm not assuming that everyone watching this comes from the same culture, but in your culture, how do you show that you're married? What do you do? What's the ceremony like? What do you wear, jewelry-wise or anything, and how do you wear it that then signifies to your community that I'm no longer single, I'm off the market, I am a married man or a married woman? Now, as you think about that and going through the process, filtering it through, can you imagine what it would be like is if you went through all of that ceremony, you did all of these things, you were married But from then on, your spouse took off all the symbol signs and everything that would show to anyone they're married and go on with life like they never knew you, (laughs) like you weren't together, or like they were still living as a single person. As you can imagine how you would feel about that, consider what it looks like when that spouse puts on whatever it is in your culture that shows their marriage. They are public, they are proud, they are showing it to everyone and identifying that you guys are together. You're enjoying each other's company. You're eating together, you're living together, you're building a family. And guys, today, I wanna share a story about how we can be obedient to Jesus and let the world around us know that we identify with him, we've entered into a relationship with him, And we are following Jesus in baptism. Now, here's the story I want to tell you from God's word. A story that's going to teach us about who Jesus is, about what baptism means, and about what it looks like for you and I to follow Jesus in baptism. And here's the story of Jesus' baptism, how he coached his disciples in being baptized, and how his disciples were obedient in baptism. Here's a story from God's word. Now, there was a man named John who was out preaching in the wilderness. The people were coming to him and they were confessing their sins and they were being baptized by him in a river. And as he was baptizing, he told the people, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me. He's greater than I am. I'm not even worthy to bend down and untie his sandals. When he baptizes you, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Now, some time later, Jesus himself came to that same man, John, at the river to be baptized by him. Well, at first, John refused, and he said, I need to be baptized by you, yet you want me to baptize you? And Jesus said, I must be baptized in order to fulfill all that God requires. So John agreed. 
and he baptized Jesus. And when Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened. The Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove and rested upon Jesus. Then a voice of the voice of God was heard loud from heaven and said, This is my dearly beloved son. I am fully pleased with him. Now, a few years after Jesus' baptism, he was crucified, he was buried. But then God raised him back to life. Jesus appeared to over 500 of his followers to show them that he was alive. And for 40 days, he spent time with them. He gave instructions to them. And one day he told them, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. I want you to go and make disciples of all nations of the world. And when people believe, I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then teach them to be obedient to everything that I've taught to you. And as you do this, I will always be with you till the end of the world. So the followers of Jesus, they did exactly what he told them to do. They continued to share his message with all people, just as Jesus had commanded them. And on one special day, where the disciples were gathered together, God sent his spirit on his people. And one of Jesus' closest followers named Peter, he stood up and he began to preach to the large group of people that had gathered around when they saw this occasion. And he told them about Jesus and he said, each of you must turn from your sin and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And those who received the message, that day they were baptized. They went through a symbolic washing in water to show that they were identifying themselves with Christ. They had trusted in him and they were following Jesus. And on that day, about 3,000 people were added to the church. And all the followers of Jesus joined together daily, gathering together, and they devoted themselves to be obedient to Jesus' commands, to pray, to break bread, and to share together. And this is the end of our story that comes from the Gospels and the book of Acts and leading us into understanding who Jesus is and what it means for us to follow him in being baptized. Guys, I want to take a deeper look at this story. Again, we're talking about following Jesus. And when I think about following Jesus, on our last episode, we talked about how to follow him as a command and have confidence in that. Guys, I've never known anyone that had deep, abiding, lasting confidence in their relationship with Jesus that was not biblically baptized. Now, there may be some that have that, but I've never known them. I know that was true for me and all the people in my life that I've had this conversation with. So this kind of plays into our last episode and continues on. The more obedient we are with Christ, the more confidence we get in who we are in Him. And Jesus gave us a command for so many reasons. And one of them is to be baptized. Now, as we take a deeper look at this story, let me ask you a couple of questions. Why do you think Jesus was baptized? Have you ever wondered that? Why do you think Jesus was baptized? You know, I like to kind of tease it out a little bit when it's like, okay, well, uh, was Jesus baptized to have his sins forgiven? <laughs> Absolutely not. He was sinless. 
Okay, so he didn't get baptized to have his sins forgiven. Did Jesus get baptized to go to heaven? Uh, no, he's the owner of heaven. He didn't get baptized to go there. Did Jesus get baptized uh, for his sins to be washed away? No, no, he didn't get baptized to have his sins washed away. He didn't get baptized to be forgiven. He is the savior. He doesn't need saving. He is the cleanser. He doesn't need cleansing. So why did Jesus get baptized? You know, sometimes for us, we think we're getting baptized to have our sins washed away. We're getting baptized to go to heaven. We think we get baptized to be saved. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus didn't get baptized for any of those reasons, and neither do we. Here's why Jesus got baptized. He told us in the story. Jesus got baptized to fulfill all the righteousness that God required. I like to think of it like this. Jesus was baptized to show himself in full alignment with the heavenly father's will and plan for his life and his kingdom. He didn't want to be blurry with it. He didn't want to be misaligned with it. He said, my baptism shows me in line with the perfect will of the heavenly father for my life and who I am in the kingdom as the king. And guys, when it comes to answer that question, what is baptism? For us, it's the same way. When we get baptized, we don't get baptized to go to heaven. We get baptized because we are going to heaven. We've already entered into that relationship with Jesus. We don't get baptized to have our sins washed away. We get baptized because Jesus, by his blood, has already cleansed us when we called on his name. We don't get baptized to be saved. We get baptized because we are saved. So when we're getting baptized, we're showing a reflection of what God has already done in our life, and we're showing a symbolic representation in that. This is what he's done, and I'm showing my life in perfect alignment with the will of the heavenly Father for me and who I am in the kingdom as a kingdom citizen. So if we see clearly what baptism is and why we should be baptized. Another thing that's important for us as kingdom citizens and understanding the command to be baptized is also the command to go baptizing. And we look in the story, we see that Jesus gave his disciples instructions about making other disciples and where baptism comes into play. First, he says, go, right? Go and make disciples. And then he puts this phrase in there and baptize them. Guys, that baptized them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is so important as we're making disciples because what we're doing is we're helping people have that outward expression of their inward commitment to Christ. We're helping them nail down their very private, personal decision in a public way, and we are helping them become obedient followers of Jesus by following him in baptism. So in our own life as a disciple and in our life as disciple makers, the way we're helping people follow Jesus, the way we're following Jesus is totally important for us to have that full confidence in who we are as followers of Jesus. Man, my story on baptism is quite crazy. I mean, <laughs> I was uh, what you might call baptized. Can you say that with me? Baptized. Just say it with me one more time. 
baptized. Now, baptized is a very specific thing that happens to young kids in churches. And what that means, that's when you get wet, but you weren't really saved, right? That's what baptized means. Anybody out there have been baptized? Give me a like, send me a comment. Oh yeah, I was baptized. Well, join the club. A lot of us got baptized because we went through all the actions of being baptized But the spiritual commitment with Christ, the regeneration of the Holy Spirit, the new birth effect in our life had not taken place. We just got wet. I call that baptized. And let me tell you, baptized, it may feel good and our parents may be proud of us and the church might celebrate it, but it doesn't have any discipling effect in our life because we just got wet. For me, when I was 12 years old, I realized that earlier, I wasn't trying to lie or deceive anybody, but I had no idea what I was doing, and I just got baptized. But when I truly gave my life to Christ, just a week later after that, I said, I want want everybody to know I belong to Jesus. And when I got baptized at 12 years old, man, God has confirmed over and over and over in my life that he saved me. And I was baptized, showing everybody what Jesus had done on the inside in an outward picture through my baptism. So I want to discuss some of the questions that you might have and kind of talk through some of the questions that might be on your mind about baptism and give you some answers to help you follow Jesus. Be confident in who you are in Christ. Be baptized as a follower of Jesus and be baptizing others. So let's just address some of these questions. The first one is, what is baptism? And just to put some language to it, I want you to think of baptism this way. It's a symbolic representation of what Jesus has already done on the inside of your life. It's a picture, an outward expression of an inward commitment that you've already made with Christ. Baptism is where we identify with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So when we stand in the water, it's an image of us identifying with Jesus hanging on the cross. When we go under the water, it shows we're identifying with Jesus being buried in the tomb. When we come up out of the water, we're identifying with Jesus being raised from the dead. And when we walk out of that water in that new life we're portraying, We're showing we're walking in a brand new life with Jesus. So I want you to think of baptism like this. Not as baptism as a way for me to be saved. Not as baptism as a way for me to get to heaven. Not as baptism as a way to have my sins washed away physically. But baptism is a symbolic washing in water, a picture of what Jesus has already done on the inside of me. Now I'm showing that publicly in the outside as a witness and testimony of me identifying with Christ and being fully in line with God's will for my life. Here's another question. Why should we be baptized? You know, we think about that question. You may be addressing this at a later spot in your life and you gave your life to Christ when you were younger and it's been so many years. You're a part of your church. Maybe you're even in ministry and you'd be embarrassed to get baptized. Or maybe recently you've come to faith in Christ and you're just understanding why would I need to go through the symbol and the ritual and the formality of being publicly baptized. It just seems like something religious that doesn't really matter to your personal relationship with Christ. But guys, I want to tell you what, whether you're a brand new Christian 
or whether you've been following Jesus for a long time, baptism has to do with us being obedient to Christ. It's also including us being represented in his body and gaining that confidence in who we are in Christ. And it's kind of like this wedding ring that I wear. I know this is a story that gets told a lot about baptism, but when I married my wife almost 28 years ago, I put on this exact same wedding ring. I've had it for 28 years. Cost me $90 28 years ago. You know, it's just a cheap ring, probably 14 karat gold. It's got a lot of nicks and scratches and stuff in it. But I've never worn any piece of jewelry in my whole life. And for 28 years, I've been wearing this wedding ring. And when I put that ring on my finger, I'm telling the whole world I belong to another. I'm off the market. I'm spoken for. And I wear this ring to show the inward commitment I've made with my wife. Now, let me ask you, if I take this ring off, does it mean we're no longer married? Of course not. It just means I'm not wearing the outward symbol representing the inward commitment. And it's the same with us in Christ. Guys, when you give your life to Jesus, the deal is sealed within your heart and with who you are with Christ. We put on baptism just like putting on that wedding ring to show the whole world I'm off the market. I belong to another. I'm spoken for. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and Jesus is my king. Now, if you never put that baptism on, does it mean you're not saved? Does it mean you're not a child of God? Does it mean you're not a citizen of heaven? Of course not. It just means you're not wearing that outward symbol that shows that inward commitment. But I know for one thing, I've been wearing this ring for 28 years, and my wife loves seeing it on my hand where she knows I'm proud to be identified with her. And I want you to think of baptism like that as well. Baptism is like you wearing that badge of honor, that wedding ring that shows I belong to another. I am proud to wear this badge of honor to show I belong to the king of all kings. He has his proper place as the Lord of my life. I am spoken for. I am off the market. Another question who should be baptized and when? Very simple. Let's just get to it. Anyone who has professed their faith in Jesus Christ. Really, there's only one qualification to be baptized, and that is that you've given your life to Jesus. We shouldn't put any other qualifications on it. We shouldn't add a lot of other extra biblical things of when and how and who should be baptized. The Bible states one clear qualification, and that is anyone who has truly surrendered their life to Christ and has professed their faith in Him. So if you have questions about what age should you be baptized, anything like that, answer it with that. Have they given their life to Jesus? Have they professed their faith in Him? Have they been born again? That simple qualification sums it all up. It settles it. It answers a lot of questions that the Bible doesn't when we get down to just one solid qualification of who should be baptized and when, it's very simple. Anyone who has professed their faith in Jesus Christ. And in the scriptures, we see that most people were baptized very soon, if not immediately after they made their profession of faith. So here's another question to think about is how should a person be baptized and by whom should they be baptized? 
Well, the answer to that question, we fall back on the story of Jesus. How was Jesus baptized? It says he went down into the water. He came up out of the water. So when we are baptized, we follow the example of Christ. We are baptized by immersion. We go all the way under the water and we come back up in the same manner and in the same tradition as Christ. Now, who does the baptizing? You know, the scripture really doesn't say anything about who has the authority to baptize other than this, that when Jesus gave his great commission, as we heard in the story, he said, go and make disciples, baptize them and teach them to be obedient to my commands. Guys, I believe that was for all of us, not just a select few. So in the tradition that I practice, we like to do it like this. Those who lead them to Christ, they're the ones that should be baptizing them and seeing how they're incorporated into the body of believers. Guys, in American culture, we're very individualistic and we're very proud of that. And in the church, this individualistic attitude has crept in about the way we view baptism. To an extreme, we viewed baptism as a very personal matter. I'm baptized as part of my personal discipline with Christ. So we use phrases like, I'm not ready yet. Or we say things like, I was baptized out of my personal commitment to Christ. And that's all true. Baptism is part of our personal profession of faith in Christ. But the scriptures teach about baptism as so much more. That baptism is our introduction and incorporation into the body of Christ. I want to push back on our American individualism just a little bit and say baptism is not just all about you and your personal walk with Christ. Baptism is how you're incorporated into the body of Christ, how you're brought into the community of believers. So we think about giving baptism or withholding baptism. We want to make sure we're baptizing those who have been born again. And we're not holding back baptism from anyone that would keep them out of the body of Christ where true growth and maturity and education and development happens. Guys, I don't know everything about baptism, but I do know there's something special that God does in the life of a believer when they are obedient in following Jesus in baptism. As I've said earlier, it's like that badge of honor. It's like when we give our life to Christ, it's driving a nail in. And our baptism is clenching that nail on the backside, giving us a confidence of who we are in Christ. I want to encourage you, follow Jesus in baptism. Don't delay. And be a baptizer as you go out to make disciples, leading people to follow Jesus as kingdom citizens. Guys, I love talking about baptism. It is one of those things that God does special in our lives as we follow Jesus in baptism. So here's my questions for as we close out. How can you obey Jesus' command to be baptized? Do you qualify according to what the Bible says? Have you truly given your life to Jesus? If you haven't, then what is standing in your way to repent and believe and surrender your life to Christ? 
And listen, if you do qualify, you know that you have confidence in it and you've not yet been baptized, I want to encourage you to take those steps and be obedient to identify with Christ and his community and follow Jesus in baptism. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're growing in the Lord. Hope you continue to follow Jesus in every area of your life. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Be looking at our next episodes as we continue to learn the commands of Christ and what it looks like to follow Jesus. Jesus.